Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we talk to the super fit and beautiful Ina Shabalina. Originally from Russia, which you wouldn't know with her northern UK accent, Ina arrived in Phuket two years ago. From competing internationally in fin swimming, don't worry, we hadn't heard of it either, timeshare in Bali, travelling in a camper van around the UK, Ina's journey to Phuket and to teaching stick mobility is super interesting. Funny, super fit, beautiful, sounds like she's from the north, this was a super great chat. Oh, and her name's Ina Shabalina. Ina Shabalina. Mmm, Shabalina. Nice. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Ina Shabalina. Oh. Ina Shabalina. Doesn't matter, Russ. I'm enjoying myself. Ina Shabalina. Shabalina Ina. Ina Shabalina. Doesn't Ina Shabalina sound like a, a title of like a 90s house disco track? <laughs> oh, it, uh, n- yes. It does, right? Yes. Like the Macarena. <laughs> Iba Shabarina. Yeah. <laughs> Ina, Ina it's Shab- got a bit of a bop to it. Did you say Macarena because <laughs> you just had a macaroon? Is that. that ma- I, I like the link. That's, that's very cool. Well, lemon macaroon. Should we get to our guest? I suppose we should. It's what we're here, really. Isn't it just? It's not all about us. Missed you, Russell, by the way. <laughs> Ina Shabalina. Hello. Hello. Um, should, shouldn't we just set it with a bit of a ring like, Ina Shabalina? <laughs> Sounds much better. You're just going to relate it all to the whole Macarena? I, I just can't get it out of my head now. I'm sorry. I'm so it's sorry. Okay. Do you know it's who okay. sang it? Home. Come on. Oh, trivia, Macarena. trivia, trivia. Oh, Shall I do it for you? You've got me on the spot there. Give me a clue. Uh, Les. Ferdinand. No. Good <laughs> guess, though. <laughs> Any other Leslie's that you know? <laughs> Les Dawson? Les Dawson. Uh, Come on, let's get all the British reference out now. <laughs> Anything else? Les Ketchup. Les Ketchup. There you go, Macarena. It was lost ketchup, wasn't it, technically? Well, it depends. Did they not find it? <laughs> A few shops for ketchup. <laughs> so we just get to this, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> Stop eating. Ina Shabalina. Ina. Right. <laughs> um, Ina, how long have you been in Phuket for? Um, I've been here for the past couple of years, two years exactly. So I moved here right before the first lockdown in Bangkok. Um, basically thinking, oh, I'll just move down to Phuket for a couple of week, weeks and, uh, you know, sit it out. Now, here I am, two years. I love it. Well, there you go. That's the end of the podcast. Yeah, thanks very much. That was, that was great. That was um, brilliant. So two years ago, where were you before you came to Thailand? Before Thailand? Yeah. Whew. Where was I not? Um, oh, okay. So, okay. I mean, oh, if this is a game. Um, where Mars. was she not? Mars, good one. I reckon you weren't in okay. Mars. Okay, no, uh, no, South, no. South no. End on Sea. Not just that. Probably no, weren't there. No, no. Sao Paulo. Good one. Good no. One. Uh, Shetland Islands. Mm-mm. See, this is, we, could, we could do we this, this all day. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it all day, yeah. Okay, so. Um, if we hit on Okay, well, let, let, let's, let's, let's track back. Right. Where were you born? Yeah, I was tra- well, I'm trying to ping the accent. And ah, okay. This is interesting, yeah, because I, I... I was going to let this go for a little while. When I first met to... Ina, I was trying to figure out the accent as well, because I'm thinking, 
there's an American twinge there, but it doesn't sound, she's not American. And then there was a moment where she spoke a different language. I went, ah, okay. So I kind of know, but I'll let you do your thing. Okay, yes. can we go on a little bit longer then? What, of me talking or letting Ina talk? Well, no, you, just, you can fire, ask yeah, questions, but not where she's from. Well, that's kind of what we want to ask. That's how we start the whole podcast. Um, it kind of helps with the, you know, with the journey. It does, but it sort of ruins my chance of being able to guess correctly. Because I was going to go European, but I, I was kind of thinking Scandinavian. Oh, right. No, no. Okay, Scandinavian, no. Eh, eh, guess again. European. Mm, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Ish. Ish. Okay, so we're not Australian then. No, 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 no definitely <laughs> no. not. That's your two, two um, lives. When you go. say sort of European, actually, we're talking sort of Eastern Europe or further. What, further east? Yeah. Like <laughs> the Middle East? You get, yeah, the Middle East, or you, until you get to <laughs> yeah. sort of former, Either does look like former from Soviet Dubai. states. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot ooh, my ooh. book. Go, go, go. So it's like for some former Soviet states then. Uh, so. Well, yeah. Okay. So, oh, God, the list off Soviet states. Kazakhstan? Ukraine, top, hot topic at the minute. Yeah, don't mention that uh, one. Let's just carry on. Where are you from? Russia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which technically isn't a form, well, actually, it was a former Soviet yes, state. It was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excuse me. So, my passport still says that I was born in USSR, so. No way. Yeah. Whereabouts Where? in uh, Russia were you? Siberia. Okay. Yeah. Siberia. Can I make the joke? Russia. Did you say Serbia? <laughs> that's it. End of that joke. <laughs> I won't ever bring it up again. So that's a very, that's a two-week-old joke, what, which I'm allowed to say. Where are you from? A city called Tomsk. Okay. Beautiful little, little in our little understanding. Very Russian. Okay, yeah, in our understanding, small city with uh, about a million population, seven state universities, gorgeous. I love it from afar, but I would never move back. How often did she live in the north of England? That's all yeah, I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's track down. How did the accent? Get like this. Better question: Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> um, okay, so um, after uni, I I go I graduated and then I moved to Bali. Worked for Australian moved company. To where, sorry? Bali. Bali. Okay. From moved, Russia. From Russia, yeah. Moved to Bali. Worked for Australian company. Got my Australian twang first, and then moved to the UK and moved. Happened to move to Macclesfield. 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 There you go. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's oh, okay. Okay. We'll get to Macclesfield in a minute. This yeah. is going to be a good one, this one. And it'll be a very short minute in Macclesfield. It will be very short. Um, first of all, Siberia. From, um, we had, we had um, Marina. Marina two weeks ago right. who was from Siberia. Make sure Where I get that about? right. I should probably know the answer to that. Russell, you should know the answer to that. You don't from know the Siberia. answer. Yes, of course. Do you know? Place. Do you know? My hometown alone is bigger than Ukraine, but for us, it's a small place. Well, 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 just well, just hold the phone. Say that again slowly. <laughs> my hometown alone, the territory, the is territory. bigger than Ukraine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which crane? Because there's some big. <laughs> you, Ukraine. I don't have a crane. I'd love a crane. <laughs> I'd like one where the, the things comes out and it goes down. And it holds. It does. Ukraine. No, oh, anyway, good one. <laughs> I like this. It's just making political jokes. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, Tomsk is bigger than Ukraine, you're saying. For now. For now, yeah. For now. <laughs> that might be about to change. Stop it. I don't want to get into just, trouble. Yeah, we don't please want to don't, start the war. Please no, don't start not wars. just yet. No. Yeah. When we interviewed Marina two weeks ago, and we mentioned, or she mentioned she was from Siberia, one of the things that I wanted to say, for me, Siberia is just this 
snow-filled place. Cold, barren landscape. That's what, that's what, that's what we perceive Siberia as. Good but I'm, I'm assuming it's not like that. No, no, wrong. Um, it's actually, so my hometown, right, it's over 400 years old. It's beautiful. The architecture is quite, you know, stunning. It's beautiful. Um, we've got seven state universities, so it's kind of like educational center. Seven universities yeah. in one city? Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of the students... The size of country, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> a lot of students are coming over, you know, just to study and and leave there. Do you get many foreign students coming? Exchange students, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And where yeah. are they coming from? from? Africa. A lot of Africans. I was and not I, expecting you to say that. Yeah, I know. I didn't expect to see them there because I think they struggled properly. Um, <laughs> You know, it's uh, people in Siberia are not exposed to colours. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a constant pointing for them on them. So, but no abuse though, as far as I know. Though my mom just cracked me up once. Uh, she celebrated her fifty fiftieth birthday a few years back, and she phones me and she goes, "I hired dancers." I'm like, "What dancers?" She was like, "I hired two black fellas to dance at my party." And I was like, oh my god, mom, what are you doing? Why? She goes, just for fun, you know, they, they're dancing in this African outfit, like basically naked, wearing Not palm tree leaves. So she was like, they're so entertaining. And then I thought, <laughs> okay, actually, they're students. They make some extra cash on the side. They charge quite a lot of money. Good. Win-win. Do they do extras? Is that we, why you know? Yeah. Is this? We, we probably have a whole <laughs> cultural appropriation woke left wing debate what? about all of this, but yeah, it's, oh. I yeah, was quite no, shocked. Fairness, they probably had a masturbate after it. <laughs> um, sorry, that's your mother we're talking about. I just realised shouldn't upset a Russian mother, should I? Really? Look at look at look us. She doesn't that, speak English. So, oh really? Yeah. No, unlucky mum. <laughs> Tough. What did you study at university? Uh, oh, I studied engineering, machine building. And was that because, is that something you wanted to go into when you were at school? Or what was your aspirations for, for university? Hell no. I wanted to study law. And I even entered law faculty first, first year. Then I got bored. Um, and my mom was like, look, Nana studied uh, engineering. I studied engineering. You're going to fucking study engineering. I don't care. Drop out. Her English isn't very good, but she knows how to swear. Hey. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive me. Guilty. But, um, so yeah, machine building, engineering, then I actually realized that I would never, it, it's just not my cup of tea. It's really hard. So That's I, not a Russian expression, is it? It's not my cup of tea. Surely, that's not my vodka. That's what oh, you should yeah, say. I should, yeah. Hey, I'm funny in every language. Mm. But um, yeah, and then I actually switched my degrees a little bit and I um, started, I entered marketing and management as well. So I got um, three degrees basically after six years. As you do. As you do. And did you enjoy any of them? Uh, it was cool. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, but you know. And did that give you a path as to through doing all of that from an educational perspective? Did that give you an idea of this is what I want to do next? Not really. Right. No, I actually regret not studying. You know, physical education. As I, I should have done this, but it's not, you know, it's not cool in Russia to study physical education. It's not cool to be a trainer or a coach or anything. But 
I dedicated 10 years of my life to swimming. So I swam for the national team um, from the age of 7 to 17. And I should have entered PE, like, and I would be, you know, quite happy where I am, you know. But not cool, so engineering it is. Okay. Just a minute, what was your discipline for swimming? Underwater, fin swimming, long distances, 800 meters or 1500 meters. Hold on, I was expecting either breaststroke, trunk crawl. Style, yeah. Stroke. What's underwater? Underwater set. When you said underwater, is that that's drowning? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's shit swimming, yeah. in my opinion. No, so it's. Um, I can imagine what the Russian training program was like for that. <laughs> yeah. Heavy weights. Yeah. Uh, training, training in Russia is like I think it's a separate topic to talk about. It's, yeah. It's all about discipline. So, but um, no, no, <laughs> Russell, no, don't don't mention drugs. No. Um, so uh, underwater fin swimming. Say, this is so not going out anywhere in a Russian-speaking country. We are in so much trouble. Yep, yep, we're yep, talking we're about you, your crane and my crane, and now we're bringing up drugs. Yeah. Also, five minutes in, yeah. you've already abused <laughs> everyone, Just everything. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Oh dear. Um, yeah. So underwater fin swimming is basically a monofin that weighs yeah. about eight, nine kilograms, heavy, and you swim like a mermaid, and it's called underwater because there are a couple of disciplines you can, um, you know. This is distance, not depth, though, right? It's yeah. distance. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you could swim with an um, air tank, not on your back, but in your arms. So. Surely um, you can go a bit further with an air tank, though. Yeah, um, or you can swim on the surface with uh, a little snorkel. But it's not this typical snorkel you go snorkeling with, it's very like rigid and you know it's just it's hard yeah it's beautiful they, this I, but we never went we never made it to olympics unfortunately the discipline so, doesn't the know. discipline but no. in ter- just in terms of i'm just trying to look at how it works I mean, mm-hmm. are you, are you, you get in the water yeah <laughs> yeah but you, it, you're just using just your just body your body weight your butt and the, and the fin your le- legs work quite hard so it's like this okay. and what are your distance 800 uh, meters or 1500 meters. I was always a lo- uh, like a long distance swimmer. But you can use an air tank and a snorkel if you want to, but it's up to you. You don't have to. It, well, it, you have it's to use not one or really the other. up to me. It was uh, entirely up to my coach. So we didn't so, have a say. So I could race Russell. He could have an air tank and I could just have a snorkel. But you have to hold your air tank underwater. So it's just literally maybe. Does it make a difference? It does. Of you're which faster. one? You're with faster an with an air tank. You're faster with, with an air tank. tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the reason that because well, no, because you um you, you take off the thing and it blitz out and it goes like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, and it fires out and you go really fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's faster. Is this is an actual. I've never heard of this before. It is an actual sport. Uh, we have Europe. We have World Championships. Russia has always been performing great. Then Chinese came and started, you know, spoiling it rotten for us. Unfortunately, we their dope and stuff. So we were like... Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, obviously. Thanks. But factually as well. <laughs> Speaking of no slagging off anything. <laughs> yeah, just slag off an entire country, it's fine. <laughs> Bloody hell, I'm in a world of trouble. Yeah. This is the Russell podcast, yeah, by not, the way. Not, not businesses, <laughs> just entire countries is fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm really but, interested by this. So you did it from seven? Yeah. And I couldn't swim. Like, my mom actually... <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't swim when I, when I came... Give me the air tank. The Give me the air tank. <laughs> The first time I came to the pool and uh, I couldn't swim and my coach was a, a, a 
like an amazing person. Um, very strong personality. I once smiled in front of him because he told me that I could swim less than I expected over training and he saw my smile and he gave me massive out for it. He was like, why are you smiling? No, you're swimming, like, you're swimming more now. Yeah. So punishment for smiles. I don't have to look this up because I, I never realised that. Never they, heard of it. No. Yeah. It's and a, imagine it's hell of a hard work on your core and your upper, core, upper legs butt, and your butt. And your, your butt, yeah, of steel. yeah, yeah. Absolutely hell Back, yeah. butt, legs, yeah. And your arms are just down in front of you or? Like this, up, up, oh, they're up. above, yeah. above. See, that doesn't help head. the podcast by what you're doing, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. See that. But yeah, like you're reaching up you're reaching to the sky. Forward, yeah, yeah. Like, like when you're diving in. Yes. Yeah, as if, as if. But you constantly hold it up there. And you have to hold the, he- the air tank air there tank, as well. Yeah, yeah. And is this air... Oh, really? Is it... It's heavy as well. It's, it's like, like, a, like a normal scuba tank kind of thing. Um, or it depends on the distance. If it's 100 meters, the, the tank would be tiny and really light. But if it's 400, 800, it's massive. Like, it's, let's say it's a, about a meter long. I'm curious, how do you do the turns? Okay, so you basically shove the tank under your body yeah. and then you make proper <coughs> roll and then you s- smash the monophene against the wall and push yourself. Off is normal. Just more of a, just a normal turn, but just, just awkward. A norm- yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It's, not, wow. it's beautiful, actually. It's not that awkward. You know, we've mastered technique. So Why did you get into that and not swimming? I don't know. Um, Is I it because you wanted to be a mermaid? I didn't really think about it. I went to a pool thinking, okay, maybe I needed to, you know, I need to learn how to swim. My mom saw my coach and the first thing she heard from him, him screaming at other teammates, like, get your ass in, get your ass in. And my mom was like, you sure you want to do it? I was like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I want to do it. He's cool. So, you know, and then I just I just got sucked in. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Discipline, sport, something different as well. Yeah. Um, sounds it. And you, you ended up going as far as the national team. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So um, we did, did you Europe. compete internationally? Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, it was... What's your favourite distance? I would say 800. 1,500 metres was brutal because, it, it, you know, it's a lot of work. And you know you swim basically for about fifteen minutes yeah. if you're lucky, um, if you're fast. Um, Eight hundred meters was not as brutal as fifteen, so you know you can you could finish the distance in about eight minutes, and then you know you collapse. You <laughs> collapse. Actually, yeah, you get you get pulled out of the pool after the distance. You can't. Your legs don't work. The monofin is heavy, so your coach goes over to you and then just you know pulls you out well that's interesting sorry how heavy was the fin uh eight nine kilograms so don't look at me but i just just going just trying to imagine going for a swim holding a you have kids have you it's like swimming with a dog no but often do you swim with your dog well yeah unless you put them fill them up with rocks well yeah there is that well, that's cats, so isn't that something we're trying if to kill them? If you're going with a dead weight, which the fin is, that's... Yeah. Yeah, wow, so, okay. No, that's very cool. A lot of injuries for, you know, ankles and stuff. And then, you know, g- getting injured when I was swimming kind of, like, forced me to start learning different ways of recovery. 
Um, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. This is very clever. You're actually segueing it into something that we should be segueing it. I guess doing this, you get a lot of injuries, and that probably got you in thinking Thinking about about how you're going to do recovery and and, and ways to, you know, treat yourself. Is that something you thought about? See what I did there, Russ. Thank you, Jay. I just edited that bit. There you go. Mind reader. But before we get to, is that where you started? That's where the seed was sown. How do you, well, each athlete had a, you know, personal, kind of personal doctor. So these doctors would be, no, 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 these doctors would perform Take this pill, it's good, red or or blue. It won't break you. (laughs) It's okay, it's for heart, no problem, (laughs) no problem. (laughs) Sorry, we're terrible. We're in so much trouble again now. Oh, dear. Right, but anyways, massages, uh, different therapies, you know, in order to recover, in order to quickly get athlete in a reasonable condition to perform great in the competition. So um, I had an amazing doctor. She was so good. So she started, she kind of taught me like basics of acupuncture then she taught me like massage and all basic of acupuncture yeah yeah yes. show your needle in your arm mm-hmm. yeah yeah well not in the arm in the in your okay yeah yeah hide it in places where they can't see the yeah, yeah. i know models <laughs> yeah underneath the toenail is always a good one because no one oh, can see it i know but it's a great place to inject drugs because no one ever checks it to see needle marks are you for real yeah for heroin addicts a lot of them do it under their toenail because otherwise people can see the marks on your arms, can't they? So a lot of models don't want to have marks on their arms when they're doing, when they're... I'm not saying all models do it. I'm sure there are some models that don't do heroin. Hmm, maybe. Anyway, we've gone off a really bad tangent yep. here. Let's, yeah. let's bring it back anyway, to your recovery so massaging. And, and back to and, doping. <laughs> back to doping, yeah. That's exactly what we've been doing all my life. Yeah, from 7 to 17. So let's track it forward a little bit then. So 17... Did you stop completely or did you stop competing? No, I stopped completely. So next generation of our athletes, right, came. And somehow, it's just next generation of girls were all bigger than me. So, and I I couldn't perform anymore. My, you know, career. When you say bigger, you mean in a, like a muscular structure? Because yeah. you're quite a, a yeah. petite. I'm tiny, yeah, 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 compared to, you know, some athletes. So were these guys called like the the new generation? Yeah, yeah. yeah new <laughs> Sergi over here uh-huh. or Sergina, as we like to call it. Hello, I'm yeah. Sergina. I know. I do 800 meters. Yes, oh, God. I win. Yeah, kind yeah. of, kind yeah, of. Gotcha. This, my my boob is small, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. My testicles too. We're sorry. Oh, I'll never um, do a Monday afternoon podcast. Oh. That's what I say. Anyway, so yes. So oh, yeah, and um, people just got bigger. But in all fairness, I think that's if you look at rugby, as both Russ and I played rugby. You know, if you were a big, well, I did at school, and you used to here. Don't look at me like that. But the bigger, fatter guys were props. The tall ones were second row. The you know the bigger guys were always the forwards, and the backs were always the small, skinny ones, and the winger was always the fast one. That's now changed, and now pretty much all of Everyone them are just. Is. Yeah. A beast, and I guess that's the yeah. same for yeah, any sport. Absolutely. Any sport that goes Absolutely. professional, right? Just natural yeah. progression. Yeah, and then um, and then also there was a choice: education or a sport. So because when you um, when you're a professional a athlete, level, yeah. you don't have time to study. You like my trainings were okay: five o'clock in the morning before school, then three p.m. after school, two hours each training and then you know in between you kind of study 
then you go for competitions. You, you're never there. So, and my mom was like, okay, education. You gotta make a choice. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, I've done 10 years. So I served proudly. So. Was it also a case of, without being funny, it's, it's not an Olympic sport, it's not a mainstream sport. There's a ceiling, I guess, to how far you can competitively go and equally to monetize it. You know, if you're like the yeah. best of the best in that particular discipline, I can't imagine it's that lucrative. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. So it's, it just, it was a good time to leave. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's com- very highly competitive because, you know, in Russia, this kind of sw- thin swimming is massive. So, and I thought, I've done my bit, that was enough. And my coach was like, okay, I'll let you go. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. There is a ceiling. So you become a coach. And, you know, again, it's not cool to be a coach in Russia, which I don't get now because I'm a coach now yeah. and I love it. And I, you know, it's so different here. And <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, we're going to get to your, your coaching and your, your stick. What's it called? What am I? Stick mobility. Your stick mobility, stick men, drawing, whatever. <laughs> um, so you you went and did engineering. You should have done PE teaching, but obviously you know. Yeah, da, da, da. yeah, yeah. And then after that, you went to Bali. What was it that took you to Bali? I just went on holidays, and I loved it there. And then I thought, you know what? We, sorry, were you speaking English? At that barely, point? barely. Like the way Russian people taught English at school or university is disgraceful. It's, uh, it's an absolute disgrace. It's horrible. Like, unfortunately, teachers might teach English, right? But they would never travel to the UK or States. You know, they wouldn't pick up an accent, for instance. So they would speak with this hardcore Russian accent and they would teach it that way. And then it's just all Always by book. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. That's where we learn. Yeah. So then you went to Bali for a holiday and stayed for... No, I came back home and then I made a plan thinking, okay, I'll um, I'll move and I'll get the job. And I moved and I got the job in um, about a week. Doing I just knocked on the door um, of timeshare company. I was going to say, it's either scuba diving yeah. or timeshare. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so holiday homes and stuff. And they were looking for Russian people. They were then, before the crisis, before everything uh, went down um, they had um, a lot of Russian clients so sorry were you doing because obviously you you'd been physically fit from yeah. 7 to 17 so then you moved to Bali were you doing any kind of yoga or exercise or I, stretching or what were you yeah. doing when you got to Bali I, I did yoga and I got one horrible tattoo reminding me about it all the <laughs> time a big, big thing that says I do yoga on your <laughs> I wish I wish it was that no it's a funny looking rabbit which looks actually which shits itself now because it was bad quality tattoo so follow the white rabbit yeah so unfortunately a rabbit shitting itself yeah yeah is that a yoga pose I don't know in the yoga pose yeah Rabbit's Fat a rabbit in a, in a, you know, prayer twist and it shits itself. And it's right on my chest as well, so it's like, you know. I've got so many questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave that. Um, moving on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Macclesfield. Mm. So a bit of timeshare in Bali and then what took you to Macclesfield? Oh, sorry, was that the next? The, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, so I, I lived in Bali for a couple of years. Um worked there it was nice it was good i loved it there it was amazing uh it wasn't as you know um 
saturated then. It was beautiful. How long ago was this? Sorry, was time? It was now nine years ago. Okay. So, um, and then I met someone and idiotically left Bali and moved to fucking Macclesfield. Jesus. I loved yeah. it in the UK. Don't get me wrong. I loved the country. Yeah. I got a camper van. I traveled all over the place. I went Wales. I also went down south in, the, in, in England and I love it. It was so beautiful. But living there was just after Bali. No, absolutely not. Yeah, in terms what? of Bali to Macclesfield, I mean, that's, that's a hell of a fucking leap. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, but, but you picked up your English in Macclesfield. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, well, so you just term loosely in Macclesfield. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you picked up an accent. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Luckily, which is good because then it kind of like equipped me um, in terms of language and ability to move to Thailand. So how long were you there for? Yeah, good question. Yeah, one year. One year, one year and you come yeah. up like that. One year. Holy moly. I'm good listener. I remember, so, you know, I would go to Tesco's. Not only I would constantly... Other shops are available, by the way. Just, to, just in case. More of a Sainsbury's fan. I do like Sainsbury's, actually. Like yeah. Sainsbury's. Like Sainsbury's. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would go to Tesco's for some reason. All right, fair enough. <laughs> You've mentioned it twice now. Tesco's, if you are listening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, not only I would get ID'd constantly um, for buying beers, but also, I, while, while getting ID'd, you know, the cashes would scream to each other like, oh, come on, that's the Russian chick from Cornsbrook. And I'll be like, I'm right here. Yeah. Why are you, why? And, you know, just so loud. Did you kind of feel a bit sort of uh, ostracised? might be the wrong, the wrong word, but... In a way. Yeah. The, did you, you feel like Rus- sore thumb? Russian-sized. Russian. Russian. what I did there. <laughs> Actually, but... Before you answer that question, do you find the same thing here? Because I've been, because you help out at um, Nando's Satai Jiu-Jitsu or Gracie Barba 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 Rava, or Karate as I like to call it. But there's been Russians who have been there, and then all of a sudden they're all speaking, and you you come across like you're not Russian, yeah, completely. And all of a sudden you're listening away. Do they not find it weird when all of a sudden you then burt out in Russian? Because I've seen sometimes they look at you like, whoa, why is this? You know, and they look like worried that you can actually speak the language. Yeah, they ask, where did you learn the language? And I'm like, no, I learned English. Russian is my native uh, language. And they go, they just don't trust me. Yeah, no, I can see that in there, right? Because I've seen people look at you and go, not being funny with a shitting grab on your chest, I don't trust you either. Fair enough. I wouldn't trust myself, (laughs) you know. Maybe a quick cover up. <laughs> just thinking of a rabbit just having to put a little. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Your imagination um, goes wild. So, so, what was it? So, Macclesfield, done, yeah. learnt my language from the ladies at Tesco's, bless yeah. them. Vera, she's Russian. She's Russian. <laughs> yeah, not. Tell her to slow <laughs> down. Is that what you got to slow down on your own, by the way? Oh, this is for jujitsu. Okay. For only for jujitsu purpose. So I, got, does it know. say slow down your own? It does. Now, if you were from Moscow. Oh. Moscow, slow down. No, it didn't work, did it? No. I'll change that joke. Okay. If you were from Russia, slow <laughs> down. Um, the move from Macclesfield to Thailand, after you've learned the main I took everything out of England I could possibly take and moved back, uh, moved back to tropics. Yeah. Um, but why Thailand? So, 
um, a friend of mine who used to be my neighbor in Bali, when I moved to the UK, she moved to Thailand, Chiang Mai. And at some point I phoned her and I said, look mate, I can't do it here anymore. I need to go somewhere. She goes, come to Thailand. You're going to get the job really quickly. Uh, you can teach English, da da da. And I, I literally packed my shit in no time. And so moved. did the rabbit. <laughs> Badly. Yep, yep. yep. But, um, and but then, you had yeah. no expectations of just... You, and you went... Well, your first port of call was Chiang Mai. Uh, no, Bangkok. I went to Bangkok. I got the job straight away. What online job? teaching job. Okay. So moved to Bangkok uh, thinking, I'll be here for six months. First contract, six months. I thought, you know, I'll suss it out and then I'll go somewhere what else. What were you teaching? I was teaching English, shockingly. Academic writing and creative writing. Most of the English teachers that I know here, none of them are English. Yeah, yeah. It's because us English don't understand our own language. It's, I still it's don't. a fucking difficult language. Tell me about it. English? Yeah, yeah. it's insanely difficult. Do you think so? Yes. Yeah. I don't think so. Really? I think Russian is difficult. I think Chinese oh, yeah. is difficult. Well, yes, yeah. Not uh, with either of those. No, it's not. All right. There you go. Eta moya vodka. See? I'm fluent in Russian. Impressive. Thank you very fluent. much. Yep. A student. I'm not going to tell you the words I know in Russian. Please don't. No. No. <laughs> They're not no. podcastable. Okay. <laughs> There'll be a lot of moo sounds. <laughs> No, because don't do it because I won't <laughs> yeah, know no, how yeah. to edit those out, and that's not fair. Um, so, you Bangkok teaching? Yeah, teaching in Bangkok for six years. Six years? Six years, yeah. And at that time, so when did the, the, the stick, or so the, I, when did that start? Um, a few years back, I started training quite aggressively uh, in Bangkok, one of the really nice gyms, and um, they got uh, their trainers certified in stigma training as in just weight training or gym training or I, yeah I started with weight training lifting heavy <laughs> quite heavy for my size um, loved it but then again when you come to heavy lifting right injury after yeah. injury after injury you go oh, for fuck's sake what do I do now and you don't have your special coach and your special <laughs> doctor anymore exactly acupuncture yes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, and then uh, they got a um, couple of um, their trainers certified in stigma ability, ordered sticks, and I started doing uh, uh, doing those classes as a recovery, and I loved it. I, I, was, I was, you know, it's a slow, mundane, boring training, but it pays back so quickly. Right, let's let's cut to the chase here. What is it? What is stick mobility? Thank you. <laughs> stick mobility is a training system that basically um, teaches you how to limbo. Good one. I like that one. Uh, She's not said no. No, very true. Mm, <laughs> no, no. Um, what what it does basically it includes um, flexibility, but not just um, passive stretching. It's always active stretching, dynamic stretching. So it allows it minds your joints mostly. So it it basically looks after your joints in a beautiful but boring way. So you sell it well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, Where does I know. the stick come into this? Is is it that used to beat someone for doing it wrong, or uh, and how how big I is this pole? Yeah, and where are you placing it? So it's it's made of carbon, right, and used mostly for leverage. Basically, you push and pull onto a stick, or you wrap yourself around it. Um, you create tension. How, sorry, how how long and thick and what's the girth? 
of this poll and how long is it? Because I, I've heard that size matters. I disagree size with that. Size definitely matters. I don't matters. think it does because I've got a couple of extra tools. Well, coming from an expert. Stop it. Size matters. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, joking aside, but sorry. is it, I mean, how long? They could, <laughs> they could be Stop. all. If this is a video podcast right now, this is a <laughs> terrible thing I'm doing. They come in different sizes. Yep, that's... Just, yep, you know, yeah, yeah. as everything in life. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah... Um, I just say Monday afternoon at Bake, and this conversation is more often. <laughs> it's brilliant. Of course. So yeah, um, but, uh, so it's like a slow and steady pole dance, is what you're getting at. Um, but it's not a fixed pole, though, is it? Because it's it's not fixed. So no. basically, this is, this is a shaft. It's like I'm thinking a little John from Robin Hood, who had a big star, staff, and would go and fight and do flips and stuff, and then he would use it to kind of almost have to pole vault over people, and he'd mm-hmm. use it to do kind of flips and Can do that. tricks and stuff. Can do and that. Was so, doing that, what, what were his staff doing? His staff were, were yeah, no, I, I, I'm just trying to work out the joke, but I couldn't, I couldn't, okay. I couldn't think quick enough. Get that to myself. Yeah, I would. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to the length of his pole. <laughs> do different people have, do you have to use different? So would you yeah. have a smaller pole because you're smaller? To yeah. Russell will have a bigger pole. Longer, yeah. He longer. is longer. Yeah. And he's I would longer. have a massive pole. <laughs> yeah, you would have a massive one. Just uh, a very longer. thick girth pole. Are they all? Sorry, what oh, was that? Right. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. No, but... <laughs> hey, I'm we've, trying to, we've so, got the shitting rabbit image. You can have that one. So I'm thinking, <laughs> so I've got this stick pole and I'm going to use it to do stretches and I'm going to use it to you know, put it around my shoulders and kind of move yeah, and do rotate. flexibility, rotate and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're using this stick as, a, as you would almost like an exercise ball yeah, or one of those rolling mat things where you yep. kind of use that. Is that yeah. what I'm yeah. kind of exactly. putting it into? Yeah, yeah. that's right. But so, why do you say it's boring? Because it actually sounds... Having a stick sounds quite... It's just Dangerous. mundane, mundane. Because but it's in general, it's mundane. It's a, it's a slow and steady movement that requires a lot of attention and knowledge uh, in terms of like... I know why you're upset about that. <gasps> because the turtle won the race because he was slow and steady. And uh, you didn't get the turtle, you got the rabbit. So okay. In terms of like the process of it, is it a case of your... I'm just trying to think sort of any sort of stretch. It's like you're, you're working your way through like a hamstring stretch from start yep. to finish, but in... The, in slow motion, basically, sort of easing your yeah. way through it to the, to the, you know, as far as you can go, hold and then release. And it's all, and yeah, it's based on isometrics. Um, isometric is basically hold, uh, seven to ten seconds hold in order to contract the muscle tissue and, you know, get, get deep down to fascia, fascia, which is a deep yeah. muscle tissue, um, which gets you know, stretched out and affected in a very good way and also allows your joints to, you know, function properly and allows some people to get up from the toilet seat when they're 70. So, you know, it's good. That sold it to me. If I can get up from the toilet seat at 70, I'm done. I'm happy. That's what I mean, sticks for. That's uh, all you want. Yeah, that's, that's what sticks up for. Yeah. There we go. Up we get. Zimmer frame. But there must be different styles because obviously with yoga, there's different styles of yoga. There's hot yoga, there's, uh, you know, long yoga, there's kind of boring meditation mm. yoga. There's yoga where they rub... Boring meditation. Well, there's ro- <laughs> yoga where they rub those, whatever they call it, tin, tin pots and, that's, and it creates a horrible noise and that's supposed to be relaxing. And then there's aerial yoga. So is there different types of stick man? No. I, I can't think of stick... I don't really think of stick man because Ashton plays stick man war at home. It's a really good game. 
stick what? mobility. Stick mobility. Is it different styles or not? No, no. It's could a, you create different styles? Because you say I it's could. boring. Could you then step up and maybe do more of a dancing style with sticks? Or a boot camp with what, sticks. Booty camp, what I do camp. when oh, I booty camp. Yeah. yeah, could be done. Yeah. yeah. So when I create programs for different clients, for instance, right? If someone does jujitsu, they, their joints are getting absolutely smashed every single day in, in training. So I just say mine aren't because I'm very good at jujitsu and oh, no one can do it to me. You <laughs> wish. You wish. However, so yeah, you create you create a, a certain you know um, list of exercises. Uh, targeting particular injuries, potential injuries, or existing injuries, in order to fix it and recover and re-up and stuff. Um, and it will be different for if I created a program for someone who does golf, because golf is all about rotation, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all about spine health and mostly shoulders. Whilst you know, for jujitsu people, every single joint. You must like the golfing one because they've got their own sticks already, so they don't have to, you know. Although you could sell the jujitsu guys a stick. Joking aside, where do you get the sticks from? States. So, so you'd have to order them in. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the moment, unfortunately, there are like I'm the only coach certified in Phuket, and there are three in Bangkok. That's it in Thailand. So the market is quite heavy. People start, you know, people want to swap yoga which everyone is already sick of yoga i think sorry not slagging it off but it's great 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 but you know it's passive and every second person is a yoga teacher Mm -hmm. so you got it's true actually every second person is a yoga teacher or a dj or a photographer which is okay but can i just stop you for two seconds yeah go for it i was an (laughs) ex-dj and i retired now I'm not a photographer, but I do take pictures. Retired on a high. I just want to just want to yeah. point out, I do not call myself a photographer, but mm-hmm. I was a good DJ once. You were. I was once. Well, you were at Catch last night, which we haven't talked about your awful hangover you have today. <laughs> Thank you for. Yeah, you know, I used to DJ at Catch back in the day. Here years is ago. the bus. Get under it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a quick question about the actual sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, no, ask about the other word you used. You Get said pole, and now I can't do my <laughs> Polish joke because you said the word stick, and I just lined that up. Damn you, Russell. Go on, ask about your stick. Best word in the world, a stick is a stick. Yep. So I know you said you get them from the States, and it's yep. always nice to have like the quote-unquote original kit. Sure. And I'm sure sticks is its own brand, identity, and all of that. But yep. Sure, we can get... You could do this with any stick. Yeah. You go for um, a walk and rip, rip off a branch of a tree, and you've got yourself a stick. Away you go. I mean, you would need a stick that that is you designed, know, for designed for it. Yeah, um, you can't do it with a fucking broom. <laughs> I was once asked. So there, there were people here in Phuket. They asked me to create a couple of videos with sticks, and I was like, okay, great, yeah. We got, we started working together. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And then the lady goes, actually, you know, we want people to use these videos at home so can you do it with a broom and I'm like no absolutely not bamboo pole no pole no I'm not playing anymore yeah. oh I'm done missed it I hate it when I have software problems it just winds me anyway the, the, the podcast listener doesn't know that I've had software problems mm-hmm. um, 
it does sound like an amazing... Sorry, you were talking off air just quickly, Russ. You started doing some stretching using a no, I've been doing a, a fake sort of, PVC pole. Yeah, I've just been. I was saying I've been doing some. I've never done sticks. Yeah, uh, stick mobility. So I, I understand know. the concept. But I've never done it. I would know if you did. Well, there is that. Well, as the only coach I did Morris dancing as a kid. That had sticks in it. You used to go bang, 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 dance. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, move on. on. Um, but like doing some Olympic lifting, doing some overhead squats. When I started it, I was just using a, a PVC pipe. Just you wouldn't make the Olympics, mate. <coughs> lifting the like I said, just PVC started. pole. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> it's got a whole newfound level of respect. I reckon for I those could guys. start a bit higher than a PVC pole <laughs> if I'm lifting something. You say that when you're saying you're, you're Olympic lifting, yes, lifting like a pole up, doing an, an overhead squat, having the bar above your head, yeah, and then squatting down, yeah, just with the pipe on it, the PVC pipe was bizarre because you're you're off balance, you're wobbling mm. all over the place. It's just yeah, insane. Maybe you should go and see Ina Shaparina. Shabalina. Shabalina. Um, and she'll be able to teach you how to do it properly with her stick so, wall. It's not called stick wall. I've got to stop saying wall. that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> stick but mobility. I've, I've, got the, I've, I've got that particular movement sort of down now, so I have actually started adding some weight. But the point was I get the idea yeah. of, in terms of, I can see the, the bigger picture for how stick mobility would work in terms of your, your sort of dynamic stretching yeah. and getting more functional mobility. Priming movement yeah, yeah. as well, so it's a lot of benefits. And again, it's a recovery. Um, there is a recovery program for certain injuries, like doctor. Let, let's say ACL, right? Knees. A lot of people got bad knees, and they go, "Oh, I'll just go, I'll just get it operated." Scientifically proven, if you are mobilizing your joints in the correct way, minding it, you can recover ACL injuries. So it's just you need attention. That's why, and it's mundane and boring. That's why a lot of people give up on it. You're really not selling I it well. I know, but I have to be honest. And you know, it's not fun and games. It's no, a hard work. I, I completely agree with that. Because most people, whether it be a certain type of training, a certain type of you know, rehab yeah. or yoga, whatever, everyone's like, oh, this is the best, it's fun, it's all of this. The reality is, Sorry, yogis. Yoga's boring as fuck. Yep. I completely understand the benefits of it. I don't disagree with that. It's boring as fuck. End of. Get over yourselves. And all the training can be very repetitive. It can be very sure. boring. We're doing it for an end result, not necessarily enjoying. And yet, there are some people that actually love the pain and enjoyment yeah. of it. Fine, knock yourselves out. But most of us do it for an end result. So to sit here and say, look, it's not the most amazing, fun thing you can yeah, do with exactly. your hour of your day, but the benefits of it. Phenomenal. I guess yeah. I can say the same thing about running. I hate running and I do it because I have to. If someone yeah, we do it for function, we do it for yeah. an end goal reason. Yeah. But when it comes to injuries, a lot of the reason injuries tend to get worse, it, like you mentioned an ACL. Yeah. If it, okay, if it's a full tear, you need that operated yeah. on. But if you, whether you're just doing some light running, you go to the gym, we all will pull something, twist something, yeah. tweak something, and we will just carry on, which overloads other parts of mm-hmm. the body, other. No, opposite muscles and what have you and that's where the bigger issues come from whereas what you're offering realigns that yeah exactly it's a full assessment and then also you know um, getting rid of imbalances and mobilising joints getting rid of imbalances, imbalances. fuck me you'd be it's going to take me a long here's time here's my bank account yeah. <laughs> get rid of that imbalance oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll put the links in the description so people can get hold of you if they want to come and do some stick mobility mm. it does sound Ooh, interesting I, I, I think it, my god I know well sometimes I'm About professional time. other times I just do it for a laugh <laughs> um, I think I will probably come and do a, a, a class I think because it's very difficult to explain this 
on yeah. a podcast. I think it's one of those things that maybe I should come down. And maybe I'll do a video with Sean from Five Star Marine. Where, where do you where do you do it? Uh, I did. So it depends on the client, right? Sometimes clients want a client want me to come to their place because okay. it's just comfort at the gym at Nando's gym. So I do it with Amy. Um, Amy, actually, I talked to Amy because I was at the Satai on Sunday, uh, Saturday, and I talked to Amy about it, and she said it was amazing. She said yeah. it was really. She said she didn't, you know, she got stretched like she hadn't been stretched for a long time. Yeah. So uh, yeah, sounds very interesting. That sounds great. Russ, come try. Oh yeah. Um, sorry. What sort of things have you got on your bucket list? Oh, that's a good question. Well, thank you. We asked apart the from getting over your hangover. Oh, thank you. It's all right. Thank you very much. Spotlight. It's Nando's fault. Talking about health, you know, healthy lifestyle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then throwing this yeah. bomb in. Everyone's yep, allowed to it. have a drink or two. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, you know. And listen, what you've been balance. talking about is joints the whole bloody day. So for Christ's sake, it's make me happy. It's just as well you got a stick to lean against. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I just want to resume my travelling because you know Thailand is great, but being stuck here for two years. I don't know. I need my break. So first thing, my passport arrives. I'm waiting currently, waiting for my new passport. Um, yeah, completely legal. Yeah. So um, <laughs> allegedly. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so first thing I do. If you I need, just actually, fly. if you need a different type of passport, we know someone who can get Russians a non-Russian passport. You really? Just have to buy yes. some, if you want a Caribbean passport, we can, yeah, we get you a Caribbean passport. Our friend Sign does me it. Up. Yep. Well, you, yeah. you need to buy some land or something in the okay. Caribbean. There's, okay. You don't just That's get a free passport. Yeah. Disappointment. Oh, sorry about that. I'll speak to my friend Olga. So maybe we sort you maybe, out. Maybe, just maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I can get a you know special treatment. I'm sure, you could. <laughs> so going home, seeing family is on the. Uh, is no, that anything? Just no? travel, travel, travel. I just want to travel. I want to go Sri Lanka. I want to go. Oh, I'm actually going to Nepal, uh, end of April, nice. doing the base camp. So I'd like to that. go to Nepal. I'm not sure about the base camp trip. Why not? I think it's overrated. I mean, I love the idea of it. I just think it's overrated. Yeah, I, I, well, I'll be able to tell, you know. Sorry, not certainly. overrated. Yeah. Overcommercialized. Could be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but you know, I want to do it once. Everyone's don't don't worry about that. Everyone's different. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. Sure, different. Sure, sure. Yeah. Don't put down her bucket list. <laughs> no, I think going to Nepal is an amazing idea. I'd like to go to Nepal and do some trekking. I love Nipples. Uh, You've yeah, been? You like to walk all over. To nipples? A few. Oh, oh. Sorry. Oh, Have you right. Seen There's a couple of rabbits down there. <laughs> One having a massive <laughs> shit between two mountains. <laughs> Is there anything else on your bucket list or should we finish then? Just travelling for now. I'm happy with Would that. Would you like just this one thing? Would you like to take the stick mobility to you know to a, to a level? Because obviously it's not well known right now. Would you yeah. like to take that further? Or is this almost just a, you know a tick in the box right now? I would love to actually get it developed here in Phuket because again, Phuket is known for like all the gyms and you know athletes coming to train, and every single athlete I know is constantly injured. Something is always wrong. So. You know, for me, it's just I just want to, you know, get it, um, get it out there so people get to know about it, and then you know, start using effective, start using it effectively in order to recover. Cool. So, yeah. Superstar. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Thank awesome. you so much, Ina Shabalina. <laughs> oh, you Ina Shabalina. 
Lovely. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll put the links in the description so people can check you out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for us. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers, guys. Thank bye, bye. Welcome to the outro. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ina Shabalina. Ina Shabalina. That's going to be stuck in my head now. I. Interesting. Cool. You didn't realise because oh, I knew her before because I she helps out Coach Nando when he teaches. Just my kids when we were taking the picture, then I connected the dot, and then it all. But you didn't know where she was from, and I was yeah. No, I, it was I really no tricky, idea. wasn't it? And I remember when I that accent just threw us. Well, I, when I first met her, it was with some other friends. We were sitting outside coffee lab having a chat. So and it just didn't really. You would not know no she's idea. Russian in any way, shape, and or in form. In the first sort of few sort of minutes sitting here, I was like, "Oh, that's a weird. Where's that from?" And I'm, oh, it might it, it kind of sounded a bit sort of Scandinavian, but with an international yeah, flavour yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. it. Um, it was almost like a like a Peter Schmeichel kind of almost like an Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Right, those yeah, Scandinavians are going yes, live yeah, in no, Manchester exactly and get that right. accent, yeah. or even you know the, the Liverpudian. It's quite yeah. a strong, but that with a, a slight kind of tweak to it. Yeah. So, yeah, you can hear that. Would no, she's lovely, huh? Oh, but very, very, very cool. Good story. Interesting about the swimming. No, the swimming one was... Ri- no, I never heard of that. And I thought she meant sort of, you know, d- um, free diving. That's what I was assuming. C- that's exactly what I thought she meant. I was like, that's because that's very cool. I mean, I'd never fucking do it because it's dangerous as fuck. But it, it Is it? Going hundreds of metres underwater. You go hundreds breath. of metres, then you go down a couple of feet. <laughs> It's just like big feet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. No, it's interesting. I, I'm going to go and look it up because yeah. it does sound like it's a. I'd imagine it's hard work on the old buttocks. When you've got an eight kilogram dead weight attached to your feet. Yeah. I mean that's you know you stop swimming you sink. It's like a, you've got you basically yeah, you're dragging an anchor behind you. Yeah, basically. Holy crap! <laughs> Unbelievable. Fair play though. Unbelievable. But now no, she because she does um she helps train the kids at jujitsu. So that's where I saw her. And I have seen a couple of her flexibility classes, but never right. seen the one with the stick. So it's interesting. It does sound interesting. I've, I've sort of vaguely heard about it, you know, like you hear about sort of and I d- Sorry to jump. She didn't sell it well, but I think you're right. It is recovery. And I, I think, think that's the important thing. It I is think she sold it perfectly, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah. No, and I, I sort of All right, joked I'll take that back. No, no I, I kind of meant it because everyone says this about, you know, stick mobility will be seen from a lot of people as, well. I've never heard of that. It's something new. And of course, everything new is, well, this is the most fandangled, amazing thing. Stretching is boring. It is. There's no way around it. It's yeah, no, fucking I, I, boring. Listen, I agree with you, and I don't. I should stretch, and I don't. We should all be stretching, and very few of us actually do, and even less of us do it properly. And so I appreciate what she's saying about that. This isn't like going to light your fire. This isn't going to like the best thing you've done today. But the benefit. Not like this it, podcast, Russ. Unlike this podcast. <laughs> but what you could be doing is doing a little bit of stick mobility whilst listening to this podcast which is what we should all be doing yeah we could make stick mobility less mundane by listening to our or we could do a stick mobility podcast take your stick place (laughs) it in the ground (laughs) and lean grasp with both hands firmly hold the pole tight slide your hands down anyway um (laughs) Mm. that's a whole other podcast right i like it yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, right. I think that's enough for us today. Um, Thanks, buddy. Thank you for listening to the Jada Shark and Friends and, and Russell. Russell podcast. You stole um, my line. Oh, we've got the lady comes in, does all this bit in the bend. I forgot that she, I that's paid true. for that's her true. to do this bit. Bitch. Yeah. Thanks, Bake. For, Thanks, um, Bake, as always. It was actually quite quiet today. <laughs> and then that's all of a sudden now, now yeah. it all got noisy again. Um, thanks for your time, Russ. Cheers, buddy. All right. I'll speak to you soon. Love See you. you. Soon. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Facebook at Jail Shark and Friends.
On Twitter, at Phuket Podcast. On Instagram, at Phuket Podcast. But the best place to go is PhuketPodcast.com. The Jail Shark and Friends and Russell Podcast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.